Yep. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friend Zone. My name's Mallory. And I'm Josh. And this week, we're going to let Josh start because he's got some exciting news. Oh, yeah. Uh, the new trailer for the new Star Wars movie came out, or the teaser trailer, I guess. Um, it's called The Rise of Skywalker, and I haven't been this hyped since The Force Awakens came out. Well, I watched the trailer because you sent it to me. It, it is awesome. I had goosebumps. I was disappointed because you only see Adam Driver for like a half a second. Oh, come on. Relax. I love him. I know you do. I'm such a fangirl for him. Like, I don't even find him attractive. He is just such a good actor and the only reason I will watch those movies. Yeah, uh, from what I gathered from the trailer, I know you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but some people might. Yeah, I think Emperor Palpatine is coming back, which was Darth Vader's master. And, you know, the biggest baddie in the Star Wars universe, basically. Is that like the laugh at the end? Yeah. Okay. I was excited to see that they kind of like CGI Carrie Fisher into it. Oh, no, they didn't. She actually filmed some scenes. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, no, they... me all the feels. Oh, no, they said that they, out of respect for her and her family, they weren't going to CGI her into the movie. They thought it would be, I don't know, I think they thought it would be, like, kind of disrespectful considering she was, you know, she just died. I mean, really, realistically, she just died. Right. Um, that, so, oh, Hunger Games. I'm like, what movie did they do that with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Hunger Games. Yeah, well, and if you were to watch Star Wars Rogue One, uh, they actually uh, they CGI'd a character in that movie. He's not even alive anymore from the original trilogy. The entire oh. movie, he was CGI'd. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane what they could do with CGI these days. I mean, if I knew how to do it, I would definitely, definitely give into the movies. So, is this going to be the last one? Because they keep saying... I feel like I've heard that it's over a million times. Okay, so this is going to be the last one of this trilogy. Okay, so they're still going to make more. Okay, so here, here's what I'm gathering. They, they are going to keep making Star Wars, but I think they're going to take a hiatus from actually making the movies. Uh, I think they're just going to stick to the TV shows. Like, they're going to have a Mandalorian TV show, which is Boba Fett, basically. Uh, I don't, I, you have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no frame of reference on this, people. <laughs> I am so sorry. But my only frame of reference is that I love Adam Driver. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah such a fan girl. I, 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 am, I haven't been this excited for a movie in a long time. Were you excited um, because the full Lion King trailer came out? Did you see that one? Oh, yeah. You mean the live action? Yes. (laughs) I think it looks terrible. Like, so many people were like, I'm so excited about this. It's going to be great. I don't think it looks that great. No, it doesn't. It looks like a bunch of CGI animals in green screen. 
Yes, very much so. And like they show like Scar isn't even like doesn't like look bad. He looks like all the other lions. Like in the original, he like you're supposed to know that he's bad right away. <laughs> well yeah, you had a black mane. Right, exactly. So I was disappointed in that. I was yeah, I just I'm not excited about it. I'm excited about the voice cast. That's yes. pretty much it. Yes, I will agree with you on that. I mean, Seth Rogen's going to be in it, so. Yes, I know. And you can, in the trailer, now he's at the very end, which I did think was, like, that was the only part I was excited for. I was like, oh, yes, we finally heard him. So, yeah, I was excited about that. So, speaking of celebrities, um, Alec Baldwin had tweeted this week that uh, he was asking if he ran for president and like didn't ask people for money and he was just like I guarantee you I win uh, are you see yeah so it lit- his his tweet is if I ran for president would you vote for me I won't ask for any money and I promise I will win beating Trump would be so easy so easy so easy that was that was Alec Baldwin for you people what what are these people thinking? I just don't understand it. I feel like so many celebrities have come out so far and have been like, I'm going to run for president. Like Dwayne The Rock Johnson was saying it and Kanye said it, but Kanye said Ka- crazier Kanye things. Says a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, we're just, we just don't count anything that he says because he's insane. Like, actually, like, like I'm concerned the guy really does need mental help. But anyway, um, yes, there has been Cher has made comments that she's gonna run. Oh, oh, okay. For no, I I gotta stop you there. Yeah. Cher, Cher. She's a thousand years old. I know, but so Cher. is Donald Trump. I know. And so is Bernie, and Bernie's running again. Uh, I think Cher might be an immortal being. Okay. Yeah, her and Paul Rudd. Eh, I don't know about that. Paul Rudd does not age. That's true. And he really is awesome as Ant-Man. Yeah, he just... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so Cher has made some comments. She's saying that she's, like, considering her options as far as running goes. The Rock has been, like I said, like, pretty vocal about it because he's, like past elections show anything can happen and yeah I don't I think this election is just going to be a hot mess well yeah I mean this is going to be Donald Trump making fun of people again for an entire year until Mm -hmm. he inevitably wins again I mean we all understand that I mean I hope we all understand that he's gonna win again I mean, even Oprah has said that it's an active possibility for her. So I would like to see that. I would not mind seeing Oprah as our president. But I I do kind of feel like that like no matter what, we're gonna have another celebrity like candidate. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Of some sort. Like obviously we all know Bernie's running but he's known for being a politician. I'm saying somebody that isn't known for being a politician like Donald Trump was and just running. And then I'm, I'm terrified to be honest. 
Eh, well, we're not dead yet, so it hasn't been that bad. That's true. But Alec Baldwin uh, does a phenomenal Trump impression on SNL. Um, yeah, I I would vote for Alec Baldwin. I like him. He keeps it pretty real. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I voted third party the last election, and that's what I'm going to keep doing because mm. someday we're going to have to open up to an idea of more parties. Yes, I completely agree with you. I did not vote third party because I'm a big Hillary fan um, and a big Clinton administration fan. Uh, but we'll, we'll go ahead and agree to disagree on that. Yes, yes. I mean, Matthew is very, very conservative and I'm very liberal. So, I mean, it can you can get along people with people in other parties. And, I, and I'm pretty much as libertarian as you can possibly get. <laughs> So yes, I I do agree. I would I would like to see a third party, like be a serious candidate. Yeah, I mean they should at least be able to get in on the uh, debates and stuff like that. But they have to have like a a certain percentage of approval or some shit like that, and it just doesn't make any sense. I think if Gary Johnson would have been able to get in on the debates. It would have been mm-hmm. a lot closer than everybody thinks. I agree. And I, I did like some of his platform. I did agree with quite a bit of what he was running on. Um, big tip for you guys. If you and your significant other or your friends are really into politics, but you disagree with each other, getting through the election, I can say jello shots are the way to go. It, it got Matthew and I through the <laughs> the Hillary Trump uh, results. So, well, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. We were screwed either way. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. My favorite billboard I've ever seen now was I was on my way to Knoxville, and it was during the election. And it said moving to Canada and I had both Trump and Hillary on it because both sides had said like, oh, if the other side wins, I'm moving to Canada. Um, So it was like for a real estate company and it was like moving to Canada, let us sell your house. I thought that was great marketing. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty good stuff. Well, you know what? Nobody wants to hear about politics anymore. (laughs) No. So let's move on. So um I guess celebrities owning their shit this week. Uh, Felicity Hoffman pled guilty uh, for her part in paying with the college admission scandal. Well, you know what? Again, like I said before, no shit. No shit they're paying. Right. Why are they I- going to jail or getting in trouble for this at all? Well, being a college recruiter... I, I do feel like they should get in trouble. My big thing with this is I am a college recruiter and we have to follow so many guidelines. Like if I'm at a college fair, I can't even step around to the front of my table to talk to a student. If it's a state like run college fair, I have to stay behind my table. Like, like you can't have keychains, you can't have stickers, none of that. Like it, what our guidelines are as far as college recruiting goes are very strict. 
And so, and again, if, if it is like a private fair that like a school is independently put on, then we can, you know, put out candy or whatever, but it's frowned upon. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just disappointed because we have to follow so many strict guidelines. And I know that I have to take them very seriously because I could get fined or my university could get fined. So seeing this is just really disturbing. So she, she Felicity Hoffman's like going to get, she's going to get jail time. Like they said, it was like a minimum of four months, but aunt Becky from a uh, full house, Lori Laughlin, um, she is still pleading not guilty and she's facing up to two years or a minimum of two years because they paid a lot more than what Felicity Hoffman paid. You know, did you hear about, uh, I think it was Dr. Dre and his daughter. No, she got into USC right after he made a like $70 million donation to the school Oh, wow. Yep. I work hard, kids work hard and earn it on your own. It's going to be so much more rewarding for you that way. Uh, But speaking of schools, did you see that Ohio put in a law? It's not like making it mandatory, but um, highly encouraging that cursive is taught to students by fifth grade. Cursive handwriting. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good skill to have. I do not think so. Why do you think it's a good skill to have? No, I just think it's a good skill to have. It just, just me personally, I don't, I don't really have a reason for it. I, I personally think it's a waste of time. I mean, we, with technology now, there, I just don't, I don't feel that it's necessary. And I've never, you, like, being in my adult life, I've never been like, oh, I have to sign that in cursive. Even when we all sign our signatures, it's our own individual scribble, essentially. We're not, like, gaining anything yeah, from knowing true. cursive. I just think it's taking – it's making students learn something that they're probably not going to use and taking time away from education that is more valuable. Well, now that you put it that way. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's still, like, a cool skill to – learn i get it if like that is the path that you're going on because some people like do like handwriting and stuff like there's like a name for it and i don't know what it is but um like professionally like calligraphy right yeah yeah okay so like if you're doing that yes i get that but there are ways to hone that skill without having your entire fifth grade class have to learn it yeah all right i i I go with you there (laughs) Should we get into our crazy story of the week? Oh, yes. So some dude uh, decided it was a good idea to try and steal a chainsaw and hide it in his pants. First off, what was he thinking? Was he on drugs? I I don't know. Is in California. Uh, so maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who puts a chainsaw in their pants? I want to know if it was actually sharp or if there was a guard on it. Like, I have so many questions. Oh, oh no, they, there's no need. Like, even if there was a guard on it and it wasn't sharp or anything like that, 
you're still putting a chainsaw next to your naughty bits, okay? (laughs) I just, yeah, I don't understand it, and I don't understand how he thought nobody would notice. Like, oh, I'm just chubby? Like, I'm glad that they caught the video. (laughs) I, I just... How do you even get away with it? It's so big and awkward and like. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like, I would, I feel like it would impact your walking, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, let's say you go into like a sporting goods, so you go to Dick's Sporting Goods, right? Mm-hmm. And you decide you want to steal a baseball bat and stick it down your pants. Right. Yeah. It would. Yes. I, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. I just don't. I don't understand what was going through this man's head. First of all, you shouldn't be stealing anything, people. Work hard and you can buy your own things. And second of all, just like, how was that your number one idea to put it in your pants? But I guess people have like stolen, like people, like some chicks have stolen things like up their hoopas. So, well, I mean, it's true, like they've gotten caught in grocery stores. Oh and no, stuff. no, I, I'm fully aware. I, I've been to Thailand. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I don't, under, I don't understand it, people. I, I, no, nothing, nothing by your naughty bits, guys. Come on. I mean, it, it's, it's your manhood. If it's gone, then. Right, that's a big risk. Yeah, like thinking about that. Like, what if you would have tripped? Oh. Oh, God, that hurts just thinking. Exactly, right? Like, this was obviously not a well-thought-out plan. Oh, no, it was not. Now, I feel like it would be very fitting if he would have tripped because he was trying to steal, so he deserved it. That's true. But, yeah, no, just just no. Do you want to take us into uh, our deep dive this week, Josh? Oh, yes, I love cults. I love, love, love cults. I do too. This week we're going to be talking about what the Nexium is they're called. Yes, um, Nexium, and I have been after you to explore this cult for quite some time, and I finally got you on board this week because some legal headway has been made. Yeah, it's crazy too because. The main chick that's involved is the one from Smallville. Like, yes, Allison Mack. Like, the cookie cutter girl next door looking chick is like a huge part of a sex cult. Like, that's insane. So, it can happen to anybody, is what the moral of the story is. Like, if this person that's successful and is on a very successful show can get involved in this and there were these people that were high up were very successful oh very very successful i mean we're talking like people you wouldn't even think like it's kind of like it kind of reminds me of scientology just a lot weirder yeah so do you want do you want to explain it or do you want me to explain it how it started i I think you you know a little bit more about it than i do yeah, because I've been obsessed with it. Yeah. Okay, so how it the the main person is Keith Raniere, and he 
is apparently this super genius that he claims he was talking in full sentences by the time he was one and reading by the time he was two. Um, and he was in the Guinness Book of World Records for having one of like the highest IQs. So he he was very intelligent or is very intelligent. Um, and then he had started a different like pyramid scheme. The government caught onto it. And then that's kind of how Nexium started is it's, it was essentially another pyramid scheme. So it was saying that it was going to, it was this life course thing that you paid money to take these courses and they would help you be become the best version of yourself. And it would help you get all this success. Um, and so that, that was the main purpose of Nexium. Now, when people were in Nexium, they had to call Keith Raniere Vanguard and um, who it was, uh, Laura, um, the, Nancy Salzman. Um, what did they, they had to call her like profit or something. Yeah, something like that. I, I I haven't gotten all the way through all those podcasts, so I'm still kind of learning it myself. So Okay, guys. There's a really good podcast to listen to. It's called Uncover. Season one is what you're going to want to listen to if you want to know even more than what we're going to tell you about it. Um, and I highly recommend it. The reporting is very good. So, then, so um, Nancy is profit. And then there's like all these levels that you can get to in Nexium and they give you different color sashes and kind of like the karate belt system is how they compared it. Um, and that meant like how, how successful you were in the Nexium program. But Keith Ranieri always had like a double white one because he was always learning. Um, yes. It's just very strange. And then within Nexium, there was an inner circle um and it was dos and it's dominant over slave and that was dos is the women group in this and that's what is really coming to light on this and essentially it was these women were forced to brand themselves with keith keith ranieri's initials and alex mack's initials um and Alex Mack had made a comment this week about it that she was the one that initiated the whole branding because she said anybody can get a tattoo. Like girls get drunk on the weekends and go get a tramp stamp, but not everybody gets branded. So this like makes us unique and that's why we're going to do the branding. Um, there's also Claire Brofman, what, who is heir to the Seagram's liquor yeah 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 liquor um fortune she has put up like 65 million dollars into nexium and they had the dalai lama come and talk to them and their members i mean the amounts of money are just insane um but the dust is where the sex trafficking kind of came in because these women that were in this elite group of DOS had to have sex with Keith Raniere. That was part of, that was part of the thing. And if they were like, no, I don't want to, they're, 
they would kind of be guilted into it so that it was supposedly like they were consenting. Um, yeah. But they were being manipulated into it. Like they would, they would twist it on them and be, and the women would say like, oh, well, if, you know, you don't have sex with him, he, now he's not leaving his bedroom and he's depressed and that's your fault because you're not doing what you need to do for Vanguard. Uh, okay. I, I'm going to stop you there just for mm-hmm. a second. What is it with these crazy cult leaders and they're just fucking everything? Everything. Well, he, so this is Keith's thing because they they did have a, a men's group and he was very big on that men and women were different, which they are. Um, but his thing to the men's group is men are meant to spread their seed. And women are meant to be submissive to their man. So the women have to be, like, they they have to be faithful. But the men are meant to spread their seed. Which I'm like, how is that going to work in this cult anyway? But. Yeah, I, I just, I've never understood that. It just, like, I, I guess I do kind of get it. Because people like to express themselves with their sexuality. And I get that. But, like brainwashing vulnerable people the way these guys do it's insane how gullible human beings are and it wasn't only brainwashing because these women that were in DOS were forced to give up collateral and with this collateral it could have been anything from nude photos to confessions um like one of the women that had made a confession that her husband was abusive, even though he wasn't um, collateral could have been the deed to their house. So like they would have to sign it over to their master. And then if they didn't obey what their master had said um, or what Keith had said, then their collateral would be released and these women would be ruined. So they were constantly being blackmailed and being said, well, if you don't do this, your collateral is going to go out. Yeah, that's, it's just insane. You know, I'm, I'm very much like just as much as you're into this Nexium stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm into looking into the crazy world of Scientology and it's very like from what I've been hearing from the Nexium stuff, mm-hmm. it's very, very similar in a way to the way the Scientology works. And it's just crazy like how these cults just pop up and they get so big and they they attract these powerful people and you know, all in the name of making yourself a better person. And, you know, it, it's it's just insane to me that this stuff still happens in 2019. Exactly. That was, I think that's why I was so obsessed with this one because I mean, you and I know about the heaven's gate cult and they ended up killing themselves, um, doing a mass suicide. But, uh, but that happened in like what the seventies or eighties. Oh, that happened in the nineties. Oh, nineties, whatever. Okay. So, but we're still, we're 20 years ahead now. Like, you think we would have learned from things like that. I mean, you, yeah, you look at Heaven's Gate, Waco, like, all these places. You would think that people would go, hey, this guy is 
spewing all this crazy nonsense. He's probably trying to start a cult. Maybe we should just tell him to go fuck himself or put him in a hospital. Right. And it's it's just very strange, yes, how people can be so absorbed in it and not see what it truly was. Because uh, Sarah Edmondson is the one that first came out and said that she was in a cult. She kind of exposed it. And she says how sick it makes her now to look back because she was so brainwashed and thinking she was doing the right thing. And then, no, like, she realized she was in a cult. And part of this with DOS is that these women had to constantly have their phones on them. In the middle of the night, they could get a text message and they would have to respond ready. And it could be at three o'clock in the morning when you're dead asleep. Like my first thought of that is half the time I don't make wake up to my alarm. There's no way I'm waking up to a text message. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's times where I, I hear my alarm and I just poke my phone until I hear it go off. And then I just sleep some more. Right. I just cannot imagine being like never essentially getting full sleep because you're constantly worried that your phone's going to go off. And you don't, if you don't respond in 60 seconds, the entire group gets punished. And that is just insane. They would have to tell their master when they were driving or going into an elevator, they would have to say dark elevator, dark driving. And then like they would have to text when they're done and they're available again. And that because at any time they could be made to do anything there, they had to do something for their master for an hour each week. And those, so it, it had, so Keith was everybody's master but then under Keith, this is where it gets in the, your pyramid scheme, was these women that were masters. And then they had their slaves. And then, yes, they called them slaves. And then those slaves were told to bring in more women so that they could be masters over their theirs. So that's how the pyramid in DOS worked. And it was very similar with Nexium that you took these classes, then you became an instructor, and you had to get people to sign up for your classes that you were teaching. It, it was all just a big pyramid scheme yeah, I mean, within a cult. <laughs> essentially, it's just a pyramid scheme of sex trafficking. Yes. I mean, and, in, a, in a sense. Yes, yes. With, with the DOS part, um, not so much with the Nexium yeah. part. Um, it's, it's just really sickening that Keith has not he has pled not guilty um so yes so the prophet um nancy salzman she has pled pled guilty now her daughter lauren salzman was also in it and was very high ranking she's pled guilty alex mack has pled guilty the only ones that are not pleading guilty is claire broffman and keith ranieri and claire broffman doesn't seem to be a part of the dos group um, she was just very high in Nexium, but she's funding all of this money. Like I said, like $65 million. And they were doing interviews with Keith's other girlfriends. And one lady was very wealthy prior to join- joining Nexium. And all of her money is gone now because he kept saying that, well, he was going to invest it with whatever through Nexium. 
and then he would lose it. So he, they needed more money to be able to pay off the legal fees or however that worked. Um, so it was just more money and more money and more money. And my thought is, where did it go? Like they were living in Albany, New York. They're not, they weren't living in mansions. They were living in a neighborhood. Yeah, it, I I don't know. I think when you when you look at cults like this, especially ones that have like very very wealthy people behind them, um, a lot of the underlings of the cults get treated like lower class citizens. You know, like I, I hate to keep bringing up Scientology, but just in the in kind of the same vein as that like they only get paid like five bucks a week you know stuff like that like crazy things like that for working like a hundred hours a week it's all like they all do this stuff because they want to break you down and make you feel like you need this place in order to survive so matthew and i talk about religion quite a bit and my our kind of feeling on it his especially is he feels all religion is a form of a cult because you're all no matter what you're all worshiping a god just as they were in nexium and dos they were worshiping keith ranieri as their god i mean i understand where he's coming from uh on that and that they all if you look into the bible there's all these rules that obviously we don't follow in today's society but the bible tells you like to wear all white and for women not to cut their hair and you're not supposed to get tattoos yeah you're not supposed to wear like two different types of fabric right exactly so if you look deep into religion it's it can all be classified as a sort of cult no it it always yeah Yeah. i just i i think that worshiping something no matter if it's something or someone i mean it it's all just a very strange practice to me no i agree i mean i i grew up going to church and stuff and my family is very very religious i mean my grandparents are are actually you know members of their church like high-ranking members of their church and you know i I never felt comfortable going in there because it's like, I'm not going to follow all these rules. I'm a human being. I'm going to do what I want to do, you know? And I I think like Christianity is probably the biggest cult in the world. Mm -hmm. Next to like, you know, obviously like the Muslim religion and stuff like that. They're all cults in their own way. The only difference that, that I see between like a cult and a religion is like, let's say me being, you know, growing up as a Lutheran, I'm just going to mm-hmm. go to church every Sunday and, you know, maybe say a prayer every night, do all that stuff. And that's it. Like when we talk about cults, though, in the sense of what we're thinking of cults, these people who are being brainwashed and told what they need to do at every second of every day their lives are planned out from top to bottom and they have no say over anything because the guy that's in charge of them is. Or girl. Heaven's gate had a female. Like the best, best example I've ever heard was the difference between a cult and a religion is a cult 
the person is still alive in a religion the person's dead oh that's a really good way to describe that i like that a lot um yet for me like as far as with the christianity and stuff goes i just don't i I have a problem with picking and choosing where people say, oh, I'm so religious because I pray every day and I go to church every Sunday, but yet I get a tattoo, even though the Bible tells me not to, or I, you know, like looking down on my neighbor or whatever it it might be, um, or I cut my hair wearing, like you said, two types of fabric. I don't, I don't like the picking and choosing. Like, I feel like, okay, either you're all in or you're not. Yeah, I mean, and here's my thing. When it comes to like stuff like the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. It, I look at that as a book to tell you how to live your best life. How to treat people properly. How to, you know, uh, there's parts of it that is going to make you, make you think more about how you you act in your everyday life. And then there's obviously the crazy stuff like you can't wear different fabrics or you're going to get your head chopped off and shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I yeah, I get that. I just uh and I I get where you're saying where it's helpful in a way and I I completely agree. Um however, modern times, you know, we're not living in the same times as the Bible, obviously. So, and I just don't get how you can believe that somebody died, but then comes back to life. And there's just so many things in there that if you truly look at it are very sketchy, in my opinion. Oh, no, I agree 100%. And like I said, I grew up in the church and, you know, it, it took me a very long time to go, come on, guys, like. Really? Right. Are we really believing all this stuff? Did a guy really get swallowed by a whale and survive? (laughs) Come on. Right. This is is supposed to be the Bible, not Pinocchio. Right. Yes. And like Matthew, (laughs) Matthew had said something yesterday where I was telling, I was talking about ice fishing to some people in Tennessee and they needed to see pictures of the ice frozen compared to the lake when it was open water. And cause they couldn't understand how we were walking on the ice or driving on the ice. And Matthew was like, did you tell them that I'm God because I'm technically walking on water when I'm walking on the ice. So I was like, Oh, never thought of it that way before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, and it's really concerning. I think, especially with little kids, just because they, like, if you ever watched the documentary, I know Josh has, so I'm totally Oh, I know where you're going listeners. with this. Yes, is my I know you do. favorite. Um, is Jesus Camp and how these little kids are speaking in tongue and they're bawling and feeling bad because they were listening to Britney Spears. Like, let them I, be kids. They are getting just as brainwashed by t- saying that they need to be speaking in tongue and I mean, burning books. and But if we're supposed to be accepting of other people, why are we burning books? <laughs> it's so it doesn't hi- make it, sense to me. It's so hypocritical. And that's why I stopped going to church and being a part of that stuff. I have my own beliefs. 
I believe what I believe, and that's my own personal thing. I do that. I don't spew it out to anybody. I don't tell people what I believe. And I have my own personal relationship with my, you know, I guess. Uh, with what the... you feel is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm I'm not going to push that belief on anybody else because that's not my business, you know? Right. And I get very frustrated when people use Bible verses to essentially hurt other people, like to say, oh, no, you're wrong or you're bad, and then use a Bible verse against them. Like, it's not that I don't think that's how it was intended to be. Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) And so I just I that's my big problem with religion, no matter if it's religion or a cult, you're all worshiping to some higher power or some higher being. And I don't, my opinion, I don't think we need to worship anything because why, why are we saying one thing is perfect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so hard to talk about. We talked about two of the worst possible things we could talk about religion and politics i get that but this is our podcast people and this is what josh and i talk about on a regular basis so we're sharing our thoughts with you just because there are thoughts again not we're not pushing them on you i i can say that obviously we have a blended family and my stepchildren with when they're with their bio mom that is apparently a religious household and they go to church and they talk about God and Jesus and all that stuff. And then when the kids come here, this is not a religious household. And when they, when Michael had said something like last summer that it only rains because God makes it rain. And Matthew went over the science of it with him. Like, well, that's one way to think. Like, he he doesn't tell him that he's wrong. Like, we never wrong them for their religion. We give them another option to think about. And I think that's really important, especially when you're raising kids. Um, Just like we don't pray when we eat dinner. Apparently, the kids pray when they're with their mom. Um, And so Michael had said something like, hey are we gonna pray and Matthew and I said we don't pray if you want to pray that that's up to you that's your choice we're not ever gonna tell you no you can't pray if that's what you feel you need to do then by all means we encourage that and he chose to pray Schneilin chose not to pray neither one of them are wrong no not at all and just like you said we're we're not trying to tell anybody like you're wrong for this or wrong for that or what you believe in you know, I I could care less if you come up to me and say, I worship the flying spaghetti monster. Good for you. <laughs> right. My only issue is like, let's say, you know, for Mac down the road, mm-hmm. he decides he's going to go off with this girl. Right. And he ends up getting into a cult mm-hmm. and uh, and it starts ruining his life. That's when you have to ha- step in and be like, listen. This is wrong. What you're doing is going to hurt you and other people. Right. Especially if it's going, that I think is the big thing to get back to with the cult is that if you are hurting another person, 
that that behavior is not okay no matter no matter what so if you're hurting another person by physically branding them or hurting them mentally emotionally sexually by forcing them in to sex or something look at charles manson that was a cult look at what r kelly is debating right now that he had a cult with those women worshiping him and making promises of things that he couldn't do just like charles manson was making promises of things he couldn't do yeah i mean that's i guess that's that's what it boils down to is the difference between a religion and a cult right yeah i mean one of them will will more than likely hurt you in the end and the other one is just a belief system to get you through your life and i encourage people to believe what they want to believe i look at judaism and there are so many things in judaism that i really believe in and like but there are many things that i don't which is why i would never convert to judaism yeah i mean same thing here i i i've gathered things from all different types of religions you know to try to better myself you know from buddhism to even the muslim religion you know Mm -hmm. and you take all these things from all these different religions that help you with your life you don't have to just be like oh i'm just this and that's it because this is my god and i'm gonna be saved someday it's like why don't you take all these good things from all these different areas and apply them to your life to try to make you a better person. Exactly, Josh. I th- thank you for saying that because I don't know if I could have said it any better. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I think explore like Matthew and I are very much so with the kids. Like, if you want to, if religion's your thing, go for it. But don't follow just one thing because that's what your mom told you to do, or that's what your grandpa told you to do. Like, and just like it's very common with raising kids that okay well I'm gonna raise them Catholic or I'm gonna raise them Jewish or Protestant or whatever because that's what I am well that child is different than you and so they should be able to explore all different types of religion to see what fits best for them or if you know they want to take part of each or if they don't want any part of it like we really need to remember that we're all individuals Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying there with raising kids, Mm -hmm. um, we had we've had a recent issue with that with Mac and Cub Scouts. Oh, okay. What's Um, that? Like I know what Cub Scouts is, but I'm asking. (laughs) No, I I know what you're saying. He has a thing that he has to do to get a badge. Is it's his duty to God? Oh. And we, as a family, don't think that that's right that he has to go to church and do all these things if he does not understand it yet right when like we've also me and beth have sat down and talked and we're like when he gets old enough to understand what he's saying and what people are telling him he can make his own decisions and we will be there for him 100 percent but forcing kids to go do that just to get a badge and to be able to stay in Cub Scouts is wrong. Right. Yeah. And I, I did not realize that was a part of it. Um, and I think that is wildly inappropriate that essentially 
let's say Mac doesn't get this because he didn't go to church, but Michael got it because he went to church. You're praising that kid that went to church and the kid that didn't go is growing up thinking that he's in the wrong because he didn't get rewarded the same way that the other kid did. Like if, if it was like boy scouts and they were older, you know, like 12, 13 years old and they're able to kind of start grasping certain things and let's say the duty to duty to spirituality or something yeah. like that, you know, find your own way. Like, what if we were, what if we were a Jewish family or a Muslim family or, you know, a Buddhist family or something like that? That's not fair to my son who is going to get looked at strangely because he's not doing what all the other kids are doing. Yeah. I, I completely, I did not, I seriously, Josh, I did not realize that was in Cub Scouts. Um, but I guess I don't really know a lot about it to begin with. Uh, but yeah, I just don't think that's appropriate. The way that I explained it to Michael, cause he was very confused. He, he was very worried that he was told he was never going to see me and dad again, because we don't believe in God. And we, you know, corrected him and said, no, neither me or dad have ever said that we don't believe in God. We have our own feelings. We're going to keep them to ourselves, but look at it this way. I'm like, your favorite color is green, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Shania Lynn's favorite colors are pink and purple, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, are you wrong for liking green just because Shania Lynn doesn't? And he said, no. And I said, is Shania Lynn wrong for liking pink and purple? Cause you like green. And he again said, no. I said, see, those are the way people think differently. And that's how, even though you guys don't have the same favorite color, but you believe your color is best, that's your choice. And both of those are okay. Nobody's better or wrong. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I, I guess to kind of bring this back full circle. Yeah. I, I think that everybody everybody is responsible for their own actions but we are also human beings and we will we we like well we like camaraderie we like you know community and stuff like that and some of these cults they they prey on people who are you know depressed or have mental health issues and they know that they can they can manipulate these people. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, that's where we have to have that differentiation between a cult and a religion. Yeah, I, I agree. And in some cases, like we said, people are going to get hurt and that's not okay. Your religion, if you're, if you're not hurting anybody by all means, practice your practice and that ever people should support that and people shouldn't judge you on that. If you're going to hurt somebody like physically branding somebody that or doing a mass suicide, then intervention needs to happen. And yeah, I, and that's I'm just very, not okay. Yeah. And I'm very glad that the FBI did, you know, with this Nexium case did investigate. And I'm really happy to see that three of the five people are pleading guilty and taking ownership for their wrongdoing in this because they have hurt a lot of people. Yeah, I mean that that's that's like the best thing I think we can take from all of this is that they realize that they were wrong. 
and they have accepted that they were wrong and have have said I know I can be better than this and whether it was through brainwashing or whatever at least they are to the point now where they're taking responsibility for their actions yeah well you know what I think we've had enough religion talk for today how about (laughs) it was intense guys it went in a completely different direction than we thought it did but I like it yeah I mean I wasn't expecting to go that way either but I'm glad that we got to uh spew our nonsense to you guys i appreciate you listening (laughs) yeah awesome so if you're still with us through our religion talk josh what was your rose and thorn of the week all right well my rose for this week is obviously new star wars trailers coming out (laughs) came out um i i got i got a few good things actually yeah my birthday's this week this coming up weekend Mm -hmm. um and also, in what a week and a half, Avengers Endgame comes out. I am so hyped. The nerdy stuff just keeps coming. <laughs> it is so good to be me right now. <laughs> I'm I'm really happy for you about that, Josh. I know, like a lot of things are going on in uh, essentially Comic Con world, and it's pretty awesome. I really love how it's being so much more accepted now. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Oh, one, one other thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm down almost 50 pounds. <gasps> That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. But that brings me into my thorn for this week. I've been working out so much and so hard. I mean, not like so much, but like for the last like week or two, I've had to kind of take, take it easy and kind of uh, not go as much as I was because I think I might have hurt my back. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean not like bad, but just like I think it's just the muscles are starting to. I I don't know. I I guess not hurt my back, but just like ah, I'm like using four? muscles. Yeah, I'm using muscles I didn't use before. <laughs> plus, I have. You know, I have arthritis in my lower back, and that's where it's at. And it's like, yeah, maybe I should start taking it easy. I'm not a young man anymore. You know, you should rub uh, or have Beth rub CBD ointment on your back. You know, I, I am going to get some as soon as I get paid. Uh, I just haven't found a place that has, like, a decent kind of ointment in oh. town here. So, uh I yeah, should send I, you some because we have a good place that I get it. From. Oh yeah, I mean if you if you know a place, I'll, I'll give you money for it. I mean I would love to try yeah. something like that. It works so well, guys. CBD helps helps the world. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So what about you? What's uh, what's your rose and thorn for this week? Well, my thorn is my allergies have been allergies have been kicking my butt they've been kicking Matthew's butt in Tennessee our weather has been up and down and pollen is terrible right now so last night I didn't even think I was going to be able to sleep because I couldn't breathe my allergies were so bad and when I was in Wisconsin I never had allergies but ever since I moved to Tennessee they just kicked my butt and so that's my thorn (laughs) and my rose is I'm going to give a shout out to my parents because they are truly my roses this week. Um, 
my parents, for all y'all that don't know, are divorced and they still get along very well and um, are good with each other. And this week we, so we have a group chat between me and my mom and dad. And I love that I'm able just to group chat with them and rather than sending two text messages of pictures of the kids or Nala or two text messages telling them about my doctor's appointment or something that I'm just able to do it in group. Um, and y'all got some bad snow up there in Wisconsin and in group chat, my dad had like messaged me and my mom saying like, Hey, I got to work. Okay. Like, and then told my mom to drive safe and let us know when she got to work. And I just think I like, that really like touches my heart that they, even though they're divorced can still be at that point. And I'm really proud of them for that. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. That's really, that's really great. Especially, you know, they got divorced while you were older, you know, and that's, that's very good that they, that they are adult enough to be able to, not put you through like a bad divorce as in as a grown woman you know well it wasn't great right away oh um, yeah but they they're definitely at the point now where they can I mean they were at my wedding and they were like my mom had asked my dad to take a picture of her and her fiance and then my dad was like hey will you take a picture of me and my girlfriend and they they just are really good about it and like in group chat some band that my dad likes is coming to the Wasa area, I guess. And my mom was like, Hey, don't know if you heard about this, but here's the information on this upcoming concert for this band that you like, like to be able to do that and to be able to say, okay, well let us know that you made it safe. Like they very much so are in the mindset of no matter what, we're still your parents and we're still gonna always love you and have you in common. So yeah, it's just really cool that they can do that. I admire them a lot for that. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, that about wraps us up, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll ward out from the religion talk. All right. Josh gets to go take a deep breath, and I'm going to go pick out some rocking chairs from my front porch. So we hope you all have a great week, and we'll be coming back real soon with you for our next episode. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening.